What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie Beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. Today, I'll be breaking down everything that happened in the 14th episode of the Challenge Double Agents, The Best of Enemies. I'm going to cover everything from the stealing of yet another gold skull to a, to a team of enemies reunited as besties. <laughs> As a reminder, there's going to be spoilers ahead, and with that, let's dive right in. The worst case scenario is Kyle and Emisa winning the next challenge. That's the very worst case. Looking at the numbers, the house is probably going to vote in Kyle and Anissa. But if Kyle and Anissa were to win, then who's going to be the house vote? I'm going to need either my team to win or Leroy's team to win because my only goal is to keep my own team safe and intact and Leroy's team intact. So kicking off with the introduction, we actually got a lot more of the political atmosphere in this introduction than we normally do. I feel like they usually use this as some sort of filler content. I guess they can no longer show Nam and Lolo fighting, so they're scrambling for other plot lines. But Cory and Big T are the only ones left in the house that don't have a gold skull. Because there's an even number of male and female players, and there's currently no rogue agents, it's kind of up in the air if it's going to be a men's elimination or a women's elimination. And so basically, this team that lacks Golden Skulls, Corey and Big T, are trying to decipher what's the best move for them, and they're really gunning for Kyle and Anissa. And y'all, <laughs> poor Anissa! Every goddamn season, she ends up in this position where she's sitting pretty, she has a really strong alliance, and then it just seems like everyone has turned on her in this first section. I mean, Cam and Leroy... I assume they're friends with Anissa. I don't know. They, like, hang out a lot. Nani's in that alliance. Nani and Anissa are tight, but damn. They're like, uh, yeah, well, I don't want it to be us, so... Which I guess makes sense. Like, you know, the number of people to protect is really running out. But yeah, it looks like Kyle and Anissa are the main targets right now. Corey really wants to go against Kyle. It doesn't really talk a lot about if Big T wants to go against Anissa, but Big T's been pretty feisty this season, and I feel like she's really excited to go into elimination. Um, so we'll see if that ends up happening soon for her. But yeah, that's kind of like the big setup we're getting. We also do get some dialogue between Darrell and Amber B about being the only team that stayed the same since the beginning of the game, and both have their gold skulls. This looks like a pretty good, solid team, but Darrell is just, as we all know, one of the biggest threats in the game. I mean, he's never been to a final that he's lost. That is the craziest thing to me. He has never been to a final that he's lost. Kyle's never been to a final that he's won! So I don't understand why the target's not more on him. I get from Corey and Big T's perspective not wanting to go against them because that's a pretty stacked team right there, but if I was a Cam or a Leroy or a Fessy and a Nani, like, I'd be like, let's get those two out of here. And so that's kind of the, the big setup as we head into the challenge. As I'm going, I'm looking, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool, it's pretty clear. Look down, oh, don't look down there, just keep going. I'm just like, Amber, breathe, just calm down. So I try to get calm. That's not working. I'm underwater and I'm about to drown. Today's challenge is called Undercover, and basically what the teams are going to do is they're going to dive deep underwater to try to grab these cables and then pull themselves along the cables until they can get to three rings. Once each player gets their three rings, they come back and all six rings are used to decode a puzzle. But a big twist of this is once you dive down, you're not allowed to come back up for air. They do have these sort of breathing devices. It looks like they have this kind of like extensive scuba gear, kind of in line with like the spy season. I don't know if y'all ever watched Totally Spies as a kid, 
That show fucking slapped. But that made me think of that, you know, like, all the little different gadgets they had. Except in Totally Spies, it was, like, disguised as, like, a lipstick. Wow, what a show. But if either partner comes back up for air, your whole team is disqualified. And so we have three teams who end up completing this challenge successfully. The first is Kyle and Anusa, who I'm pretty impressed, honestly. Typically, underwater challenges give a lot of players difficulty. I mean, I still remember that challenge in Vendettas, where their goal was to pull themselves along from one end to the other. And I mean, granted, they didn't have any sort of breathing device, but, you know, a lot of players couldn't even get to the bottom. Same with Battle of the Bloodlines. They had that crazy challenge where they were trying to get to the air pockets. And I mean, people didn't even get close. It's not like some people got there and started and left. I mean, Jenna was the only female identifying player who could make it to the first air pocket. And there were only like four male identifying players who could get beyond the first one. And I mean, one of them was Abram, who barely counts as, human, as a human being. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was impressed to see Kyle and Anissa handle this challenge so skillfully. I mean, Anissa having that puzzle expertise really makes up for the fact that Kyle's just such a dumb fuck. And so that team, they finished in fantastic time. The second team to finish was Cam and CT. The trailer made it look like these two were going to legitimately kill each other, but it really was not that serious. They finished it also incredibly quickly. They're just two hotheads, and CT and Cam are both notorious for being really intelligent. And so I think both were kind of trying to take a front seat <laughs> and kind of refusing to take a back seat. And so that led to all kinds of tension. But they also finished in a pretty quick time. And then the last team to finish was Leroy and Casey. And again, y'all, every challenge we go through, Leroy and Casey become more of a threat to win this game to me. I mean, this is a challenge that really should have knocked them out. Like, they're both not great swimmers. I mean, Casey's somewhat of an okay swimmer, but I mean, we all know Leroy's swimming abilities. Never forget War of the Worlds 2. But they managed to both crush the swim and the puzzle. And again, and again, only half the teams finished it. So I don't understand why more of the game is not like, we need to really keep an eye on Leroy and Casey. They also dominate the numbers politically right now. I mean, there's only six teams left, and Leroy, Cam, and Nani are an unbreakable trio. Don't get me wrong, I don't want that trio to break, but if I was in that house, I'd be like, get them the fuck out of here. So also, with the three teams that finished, we have three teams that, of course, didn't finish. <laughs> Professi and Nani. Poor fucking Nani. These fucking male partners she's with. I mean, she has Josh body slamming her over the side of a moving speedboat. Fessy kicks her in the face and knocks her oxygen thing out. And Fessy's like, oh my god, like, I can't believe she got us disqualified. I'm like, you got your team disqualified. I don't want to hear it, Fester. The second team to fail was Darrell and Amber B. It wasn't Amber B's strongest showing. She's normally, she has been crushing daily challenges this season and always kind of putting a lot of heart into it, but she just couldn't seem to get the momentum needed to get all the way under the water. And so that was tough. And then for Corey and Big T, it was actually Corey who couldn't finish. Big T crushed it. She had didn't even make it to the cable. I don't know if y'all noticed that, but she was like, just legit swimming. I was like, what? This, she is superhuman. Like, I would need the cable, preferably like one of those moving walkways in airports, and I would need a, a full scuba gear. Like, if I couldn't breathe for one second, your boy would be in panic mode. But Big T was like, breaststroking, like not even grabbing the thing. But Corey could barely make it down there, which he wasn't too pressed about. He wants to get his gold skull, and he figures he's going in no matter what, even if they win. I don't know, I feel like you should always be fighting for power. The biggest team that has an implication in this loss is Darrell and Amber B. Uh, both of them are, uh, are threats, and so to have them up for grabs this late in the game, that is a pretty tough pill to swallow, and I feel bad for them for not being able to pull this out. Of the three teams that finish, TJ pulls a classic, like, TJ has just been on one this season with, like, his, and the girls need to be worried about elimination because they're watching their male partners every time. I'm like, oh, he's not going to get me this time. And then he fucking gets me again, which I am very unhappy about. But yeah, he basically says it's down to Leroy and Casey and Cam and CT. And the fastest team 
of all of them was Kyle and Anissa. I was like, what? I was doing the math. I was that lady in the in the math meme, you know, where she's like, I don't know why that that's I don't know why that's the sound effect, but I assume goes with that meme. And so unfortunately for Cam and Leroy, their worst case scenario happened and Kyle and Anissa win the challenge and subsequently are safe from elimination. They're obviously not going to throw themselves down because they both have gold skulls. And that really kind of shakes up what's going to happen politically with the game. Can't throw a vote at Fessy because he's paired with Nani. Nani doesn't want me to vote for her. Same as me throwing a vote at CT because Cam is attached to it. So the only team that's left with a skull that could possibly go in is Amber and Darrell. And it sucks. But this is my last season. If I have to do it, I'm doing it without even thinking. Because I have to do what I have to do to save myself. So in the partying and politics section, we see the teams trying to scramble to recover after the target ended up winning the challenge. And that's, again, one of the things that I don't love about the Gold Skull Twist. Again, like, I do like it, but I, one thing I don't like about it is how easy some of the voting and deliberation is. And I like how this episode kind of gave us some scrambling for the first time in a while. People are actually starting to think politically as opposed to being like, oh, Corey's going in, we'll just figure it out. And so basically to kind of set the stage here, Leroy and Cam do not want Corey and Big T to be the house vote because that gives Kyle and Anissa a lot of power. They can choose any team that they want to go against them. And I mean, Kyle is just all kinds of angry this season for God knows why. I mean, I guess the big thing is that Leroy put him first in this challenge, which is funny because then they found out that they don't even get to watch. So that doesn't even really mean much, but... Yeah, that was, I think a little bit, I, I feel a little bit mixed there. Like, I think that was a bit of a misstep on Leroy's part. Like, it would have been really easy to put Corey and Big T first, and I don't think they would have gotten very mad. But at the same time, like, Kyle is just looking for anything to be angry about this season. I feel like he's just bored. He's fighting with Fessy, he's fighting with the wall, him and Devin are kissing. I don't know. There's a lot going on. I, it's hard to follow Kyle's plotline this season. And so Leroy and Cam do not want to give Kyle and Anissa that power. And so their thought process is, if they vote in a team that has a gold, that both have gold skulls, then... Kyle and Anissa are kind of forced to pick Corey and Big T to go down there or it looks really bad on them, especially since Anissa and Corey are such good friends, which I thought this was a brilliant move politically. I mean, it basically takes the power away from the double agents and makes them that those like kind of boring house votes that we get where they're like, I volunteer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I was such a douche about that. <laughs> it takes away that power and basically gives it to Kyle and Anissa. And they're kind of stuck with putting in Corey and Big T and Cam and Leroy almost become the double agents this week. And so there are four teams that are up for grabs that all have gold skulls. And obviously, Cam, Leroy, and Nani aren't going to turn on each other. And so that naturally leaves them to turn on the last remaining team, Darrell and Amber B. Leroy does say he feels a little bit bad about it because he's, he gave Darrell his word and they've been working together all season. But yeah, damn, this was ice cold. But I think it was brilliant. Mad kudos to Leroy and Cam for pulling this move off because I think that that was a really... I, because I think that set them up really well to keep moving forward in this game. challenge you don't win a challenge and you're fine to talk for the rest of the season so in the deliberation and voting section we basically have two parties here we have Corey who's trying to lobby to go in he wants to be the house vote because he just wants to know for a fact he's going in he does not want any room for error he wants his gold skull and Big T's feeling the same way. They have put a lot of the spotlight on the male identifying players this episode, and so it does feel like it's going to be a men's elimination. But, you know, Big T is like, no matter what, I'm ready as well. If it's a woman's elimination, let's fucking go. And I respect that. You know, I love the eagerness. I love the hungry. I love, I love when players are hungry to compete. And then on the flip side of that, everyone else is like, 
because they don't really want to be like, no, we actually kind of want to vote in Daryl and Amber B. And this one's so awkward, and this is what I live for. This is what I want. I'd be much more happy with a skull twist if we still got more deliberations like this, where there's a clear tension, and there are two or three sides of the house vying for power. Um, in this case, kind of like Cam and Leroy are trying to convince their allies to vote against Daryl and Amber B. And it's complex because Nani, you know, one of their OG homies, is partnered with Fessy, who is in an alliance with Amber B. And so it's not as black and white as it seems to be. And I mean, the same thing with Casey. Like, Casey's also in Big Brother. And so, like, what's going to be the best move for her game? And that's something that's going to be really... This is going to prove a lot about what comes first, right? The loyalty to your alliance or the loyalty to your partnership. Especially this late in the game, when the likelihood of partnerships changing just gets lower and lower. Obviously, every elimination will provide an opportunity to switch things up, but people with gold skulls are probably going to just try to ride it out, you know? Especially because a lot of them are happy with their partners. Except for Nani, who is all kinds of pressed about Fessy, which I... Girl, I'm with you there. Fessy... <laughs> He thinks he's such hot shit, but it, it, I'm tired. And so we go into the voting, and none of the votes are too shocking to me, except for the fact that both Fessy and Casey decided to stick with their partner and go for Amber B and Darrell. Instead of going for Big T and Corey, which honestly also may have been pretty easy for them to do, it could have been kind of like a cop-out vote, like, oh, they don't have gold skulls. And I mean, obviously, I think Leroy and Cam would have seen through that, but that's really telling. That looks like their, their loyalties to Nani and Leroy are becoming a lot stronger than their ones to Big Brother. And that's definitely going to shake up the political dynamic of this game. I mean, that's basically the dismantling of the Big Brother Alliance right there in and of itself. So Anissa and Kyle get the tea, and they see that Amber B and Darrell are voted in, and that gives Kyle all kinds of ideas. He's like, let's go for Casey and Leroy. Let's go for Cam and CT. And Anissa's like, can you give me one second to breathe, please? And she's like, we're definitely not doing that. But I don't know. If there's a team that's gonna make a big move. I mean, Anissa's just been so historically screwed over, and Kyle's just all kinds of shady, so I'm kind of like, what are these two, what do they have up their sleeve? And so that brings us right into the crater. That first one felt good. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I'm not gonna celebrate too much. I know Darrell's a four-time champ. He's not just gonna lay down. It's okay, Darrell. It's okay, Darrell, you've got it. So as we walk into the crater, it looks like the elimination is going to be Dead Ringer. Dead Ringer is the elimination where you're both hooked up to harnesses and you're connected at the back with kind of like an elastic rope and it becomes a game of tug of war. You're basically sprinting toward your button and, you know, your progress forward pulls your opponent backward. In this case, it actually became a little bit more like a foot race because the course is much longer and so you have to run and weave around the poles before you can kind of even make a go for your button, and so it gives you a lot of time to get a head start and hit the button before the yanking tug-of-war part even begins. So the rest of the house learns that Darrell and Amber B were voted in, and so that puts the spotlight on Kyle and Anissa, and unfortunately, they do not make a big, huge move, which again, I like the rest of the team, so I'm like, thank god they're safe, but I low-key was kind of hoping for a little bit of drama, but they stick with their word, and they vote for Corey and Big T to get them a chance to get their gold skulls. And as the episode was really clearly hinting toward, the elimination does end up being a men's elimination, and that leaves us Corey versus Darrell. Um, and after this elimination, there's going to be no men in the house that don't have a gold skull. And that's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, we are close to the final, y'all. This elimination is over quick. I mean, Darrell is a beast. I mean, just look at his balls in elimination against Johnny. Age has not hindered this this man. Like, he he is a tough opponent. But Corey swept. I mean, he's just so fast. He sprinted toward that button, and he won two out of three rounds before the tug-of-war even started. I mean, the coverage of this elimination is going to be three seconds because it lasted three seconds. 
And so that unfortunately ends Darrell's tenure on this season and dismantles the last original team. The last team that has been together since the very beginning is now separated. And so, yeah, I feel like that took me like one second to cover. Like, I feel like I should say more, but I feel like there's also not more to say. They were running. I would low-key love this elimination. I, like, if I had to yank a ring out of someone like Fassie's hand, he'd literally just, like, <laughs> rip my arms off and toss my, like, lifeless body off a cliff. But I'm, I'm speedy, y'all, so I feel like I could have done, you know, hit him with the quickness. But, you know, unfortunately, I was not picked for this elimination. Didn't get an opportunity to get my gold skull. I'm not hurt about it. And so Corey now gets the opportunity to switch partners, and he tells Big T as much as he likes being partners with her, he doesn't want to risk going back into elimination, and so wants to be partnered with someone who already has their gold skull, which I would be in the exact same boat. Keep me away from that crater once I have my gold skull. And so he actually goes ahead and picks Cam, which I was a little bit shocked about. I guess that Cam offsets his strengths a little bit more than Casey would. Yeah, that was a little surprising to me. Um, and that leaves CT back with Big T, which is so funny. I do think it's really sweet that he stood up there and asked her first. He really just could have been like, all right, Big T, let's go. Or like, you know, acted like, you know, made a big spectacle of it. He almost made it a big enough thing where it like kind of earned him some points back and kept the spotlight on Big T without like making the narrative about him, which I actually really appreciated. CT got some points back in my book this episode. Um, and I'm excited to see him and Big T working together again. He knows the risks. I mean, he could go back into elimination and it could end up being a male day. But he is willing to ride it out with Big T. And that leaves Amber B as our rogue agent. And that's a huge position to be in because that leaves her ineligible for the next elimination. And I mean, as the only remaining rookie, she would have been an easy person to toss in there against Big T. So now Cam, Nani, Anissa, and Casey are going to need to figure out which one of them is going to go into elimination against Big T. And that's going to set us up for some interesting drama. Y'all know if I love anything, it's drama. Wow, I should like really warm up my vocals more with this microphone. I feel so musical again. All right, so diving into this week's award ceremony. For those of you new to the show, I give out four awards each episode. Worst moment, best moment, quote from the goat, and player of the episode. Worst moment for me was Darrell going home. I definitely think Corey deserved that win, but it was just, it's sad to see someone who has been having a hard time finding his footing since returning to the game. Um, and it kind of, even in the same vein of losing Teresa, someone who any season could be their last. And so it's a bummer to not see him get to run a final since he hasn't done that since he's taking his really long break. And so I am pretty bummed about Darrell leaving, but I don't think it was like unfair or anything. That just like made me kind of sad. And then my favorite moment was how CT went about picking Big T again. I really, really appreciate how he was like, I'm willing to put myself on the line for you. If you want me, I'm coming down to grab you. And if not, I'll take Amber B. And I really appreciated that. It was really sweet. You could tell he was very authentically excited to be reunited with Big T. Yeah, that was just really sweet to me. There were actually no memorable quotes for me this episode, and so I'm actually going to kind of circumvent this category this time. Let me know in, on Twitter or on Instagram if you feel like I missed something, but there wasn't really any quote that I was like, oh my god, that was so fucking funny, or that made me like really like warm up and, you know, make me feel really, really cozy inside. And then for me, players of the episode were Cam and Leroy. Um, this is the first episode where I'm kind of giving it to two people. But that was just such a brilliant political move. I mean, the way that they exploited Kyle and Anissa winning in a way that took away their power and also put them in a better position for the final and a better position politically because that Darrell was kind of a big brother number on the low low. And so that just gives them even more control over the game. 
and the fact that their partners voted with them, and Fessy voted with them, that shows their influence. I mean, this late in the game, that's huge, because it could have easily been Leroy down there if they hadn't played their cards right. And so, to me, that was just such a brilliant move that I had to award them the joint player of the episode. Honorable mention, I just gave one, kind of since I gave two players of the episode. You know, at this point, this is like half the cast. But <laughs> it's gotta be Big T for her showing in the challenge. I mean, I was so impressed, y'all. I, like, I'm really understating how impressed I was that she managed to do the swim with that little cable. I mean... Chef's kit. So next week's gonna be big. I mean, it's probably going to be the last female elimination, at least for someone who doesn't have a gold skull. I'm sure there might be one or two more, since 10 feels like kind of a lot for the final. But, I mean, that's going to be... that That's going to have huge implications, both politically and for the final. And I'm so excited, y'all. This season just really butters my biscuits, and you know, I regret saying that. I greatly regret saying that. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of wrap this out with y'all. I'm also excited to get All-Stars kicked up. Um, I'm going to have some breakdowns, and I'm also going to have a little fantasy draft action. So stay tuned on the SCR feed for some more content coming your way. Love y'all. See you. And as always, take care of yourself. Hopefully we'll see you in the future. All right.